It's not always easy to find the positive. You might even need to search for happiness. Sometimes, just a little inspiration can make the difference. Here, it comes from unexpected places. Welcome to the Tangential Inspiration Podcast. I'm Teresa. And I'm Colleen. We're two ordinary moms looking for inspiration wherever we can find it. Hi, it's Colleen, and welcome to Tangential Inspiration. We're going to do something a little bit different tonight. We're going to just do a bunch of short stories for you about yeah. inspiring things. Good people. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I like that. Just good, good people. Stuff. Good stuff. Welcome. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about an Oklahoma man who made the holidays bright for his whole neighborhood. And our house didn't need this this year, by the way. <laughs> we did not put outside lights up this say, year. Did you make it bright literally? Yes. yes about, like about, he talks about this too, which I loved. Um, we didn't either. You know that our house had the red and green, so at times it looked like the red district. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she did have a red light. Oh, she knows my husband put that up. <laughs> I'm really big into white lights only. Mm. I have a little bit of trauma from my childhood where everything was (laughs) flashing and (laughs) just solid white. And Stephen Dunkelberg noticed that his house was the only one that was all lit up in his neighborhood. He said, I knew there were some older people that lived on the street, so I figured they weren't going to hang their own. And I knew how expensive it can get to get hire people to hang mm-hmm. lights. Yeah. And so that's what we, we normally get people to hang lights because mm-hmm. my husband does not like heights. Mm-hmm. He could do it. But really every year it's been going up $200. Wow. I know. And this year it went up another $200 and we just decided yeah. this year we couldn't afford it. So yeah. this really rings true to me. Mm-hmm. And he said, I had a bunch of extra lights and the ability to hang them. So I thought it would be the right thing to see if the neighbors wanted Aww. some free lights. And Stephen used to own his own landscaping company, so he feels really comfortable getting yeah. on top of yeah. roofs and yeah. scaling high places. And he decorated using 1,700 bulbs and 22 homes on his oh, street. Oh, wow. That takes some time. Is he, is he retired? No, he didn't look oh. like it to me. He uh-huh. looked fairly young mm-hmm. to me. Oh, my gosh. I think he just probably loved it. Yeah. But he went door to door. Asking permission to make sure that no one was opposed or had any religious mm-hmm. objections, which is the right thing. Right, yeah. Right thing to do. Dunkelberg's neighbors, some of whom he admits he didn't know very well before, welcomed the changes to celebrate the season. Neighbors were quoted, It's just so awesome that he has a generous heart to do this for all our neighbors. Aww. This was so cute. An older neighbor named Bing Nearing. Doesn't that just sound like... Oh, that was so cute. He said, I'm sure the whole neighborhood appreciates it. I, for one, do, because I'm a little bit senior. And I was like, am I a little bit senior? Anyway, I'm a My little bit senior, a senior. And it is hard to get up on the roof now. Dunkelberg says the experience has added joy to the season. He said, seeing kids come out and get excited... When they see their house lit up for the first time was an awesome experience. I didn't even really think about that. Like, the older people getting excited, but even the kids. I just thought that was really cute. It seems to put everyone in a good mood, and I'm grateful they all allowed me to hang their lights. Christmas lights always put a smile on my face, and I'm glad I'm able to help make others smile. Oh, I wonder how long. I'm still doing the 22 houses, and I'm just like... How long did that take him to do? I bet you it took 
22 days. I mean, I would think maybe one. They didn't have any pictures on it. I Mm -hmm. should have maybe done some more Googling to see if they had a picture. But I would think one house per night. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's going to have to take it all down. Yeah. And I would think unless they were maybe one level. Mm -hmm. I mean, on Christmas. (laughs) Only if you're Teresa. (laughs) But, yeah, I would think they would give him a little bit of grace period on that. <laughs> yes, Maybe, yes. you know, mid-January or something. But that yes. that's just such 22 houses. a great way of someone thinking outside of the box mm-hmm. and just making the world better. Mm-hmm. When you turn down and, your street and yeah. just see, like, wow, so and, cool. I mean, yeah, just giving us time. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Good find. Good yes. find. So I love this because this is another group that's thinking outside of the box to do cool things for people. And you know, it's hard to come up with ways to help people. But four middle schoolers in Frankfort, Kentucky were thinking outside the box when they created the Kind Line. Cute. Sisters Ashley and Eleanor Bishop, Emma Collingsworth and Campbell Goines wanted to do something about the isolation so many people felt because of COVID. Okay. Um, So their response was an outgoing message service that they update a few times a week with jokes, (laughs) uplifting quotes, or simply words of encouragement. These girls are 12. I just think it's so (laughs) adorable. It's just so thoughtful, too. It's very thoughtful. It really is very thoughtful. Originally, it was done anonymously, but the girls are able to reach more people with their names and faces included on the project. And their principal at Bondurant, Middle school noted that their influence has definitely made a positive impact at the school. He said, the ray of sunshine they breathe into these kids has really inspired others to do the same. So I love that, first off, that they thought of something so creative. Mm -hmm. And then that they're, like, I watched a little episode where they were making friendship bracelets. And they were going to go out and give these bracelets out to everybody at their school. And so they're just really trying to create that ripple effect of... You know, pass it on and having everybody just help each other. It makes me wonder, too, if, like, their students or friends give them ideas. Oh, yeah. And I wonder, too, if that was a good way because then people are, oh, look at this quote. It's a great one for you to use. Well, and they do. So people, they write in jokes. People send in ideas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you're out looking for positive things. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I do that at work. We do our Mm -hmm. feel-good stories to because I want them to look for things that are positive. Mm-hmm. You you find what you're looking for. Agree. So mm-hmm. um, people can call them at 502-661-3001. And like I said, it's a taped message. Okay. And they change it a few times a week, but it's... We it's listen just, to it. It's super cute. <laughs> it is very adorable. <laughs> um, so I was going to just do the message that's on there this week. So here's a sample for you. <laughs> yes, a sample. Hey, girly pop. Thanks for calling, besties. Now let's get to the joke, girl. Did you hear about the guy whose left side was cut off? He's all right now. OMG, that was hilarious. Now the quote. I am not what happened to me. I am what I choose to become. That's all, girly. Go slay the day away. Go slay the day away. I love that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
So a Burger King employee went viral on TikTok after never missing a day of work in 27 years. Oh, my gosh. I thought I was a good employee. I know. I'm not taking time yeah, I have, like, uh, over 100 hours of sick time. I wish no. I could actually use that as PTO, right? <laughs> Um, in June 2022, Kevin Ford shared the gifts he received after working for, like I said, 27 mm-hmm. years at Burger King, which included a movie ticket, Starbucks cup, and a bag of Reese's Pieces, some lifesavers, two pens, a lanyard, and some keychains. He hmm. originally began working this job as a single father after hmm. he gained custody of his two daughters. Then his family grew. He remarried, but he continued to work there because they had amazing health insurance mm-hmm. because okay. it was unionized. Yeah. Good. And it really got all four of his daughters through high school and college mm-hmm. with full health care coverage. Oh, good, good. So I thought I'm that was really cool. That. I, yeah. I was too. I'm sad to hear about what they gave him for 27 years. Right. With the, yeah. And so after the video went viral with many criticizing the gifts, his daughter made a GoFundMe page. And it doesn't say why, but I bet a lot of people were like, you should do a GoFundMe page mm-hmm. because they were not happy with right. what he had received. And she wrote on the GoFundMe, she said, my dad continues to work there because though he does look young, he is coming up on retirement age and leaving would cost him his retirement. In no way are we asking for money or is he, or is he expecting any money? But if anyone feels like blessing him, he would love to visit his grandchildren. Mm-hmm. The GoFundMe, what do you think the GoFundMe raised? Guess. <laughs> uh, 5000 440000 <gasps> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I know. $440,000. Wow. And he was able to use some of these donations to buy his first home. He had never oh. owned a home before. And so on December 29th, this was of 2022, mm-hmm. he gave TikTok a glimpse of his home and thanked everyone for making this purchase oh. possible. Mm-hmm. He said, I know it's not a mansion, but it's mine. And I want to thank everyone all around the world for what you've done for me. Something that I thought would never be possible for me. Home ownership. Remember, love yourself because I love you. God bless you and thank you. He's so sweet. He told People Magazine, I am totally humbled and full of gratitude for all the support I have been given and continue to receive from all of the wonderful and generous people of America and all around the world. This is beyond a dream come true and is truly a miracle. And I just wanted to throw this in. The top supporter was comedian David Spade. Oh, wow. I thought that was so cute. He was just oh, so impressed that yeah. he had worked yeah. 27 years. Yeah. He, he was so impressed with his, with that his work That makes me like ethic. him even more. And he donated $55,000. Wow. wow. I know. Isn't That's that the coolest? Crazy. And he, he had, I'm not going to repeat it because there was a swear word in there, yeah. but he just said, holy like I'm so impressed with yeah. you. You're amazing. Yeah. You know, oh, 27 years is awesome. And so See some he... good coming out of TikTok. Yeah, because we're gonna yeah. start some TikTok pretty soon, and we're gonna put some more good out there. I think maybe Teresa's just gonna start it. I don't know, <laughs> yeah. y'all. No, Nick has but, all sorts uh, of plans. <laughs> but I just thought that was a really that was uh, awesome. How did story. I miss that? And people, because you had a people quote You're in there. You're the people person. I know, and yeah. I missed it. But uh, yeah, four hundred and forty thousand. Wow. See, that part, not only is he great, but Mm -hmm. that really warms my heart that so many people wanted Mm -hmm. to help him, Mm -hmm. wanted to bless him, as his daughter said. Yep. That's just amazing. Yep. And his daughter said, my dad deserves the world to me, in my opinion. (laughs) Very sweet. Yes. (laughs) 
So speaking of People magazine, this was (laughs) one that was in there on their kindness report. This is a young person, another young person making a difference in the world. His name is Connor Wright. And with the help of his nonprofit, Connor's Kindness Project, he's donated more than 5,000 kits to children in hospitals and shelters in the New England area. The kits are filled with toys, games, socks, and other comfort items with a note that says, you are loved. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that the sweetest? So his grandmother, Sharon Marama, is the executive director of the nonprofit (laughs) and said, we want everyone to wake up and think, what's something I can do for others today? Right. And I love that that's, you know, she's putting that out there because it's so true. One of my favorite books is the Mitford series, and it follows the life of a priest. Mm -hmm. And every time he leaves his house in the morning, he says kind of in his prayers, let me be a blessing to someone today. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's kind of the same thing that I love that, like, mm-hmm. first thing in the morning thinking, who can I bless today? Yep. Well, my so. I have a little bumper sticker that says, be the reason someone has a better day today. I love that. Which I love the bumper sticker, but you have to be a super nice driver when you're driving yeah. around with that because I think too, you have to let everyone in. And I, I think, too, you also have to keep your eyes open, right? Yeah. Like, look around oh, you and yeah. maybe not be looking at your phone yeah. or... <laughs> Yes, <laughs> so, I think it would make me be up and looking around a little bit better. So Definitely. Yeah. They launched yeah. the Kids Kindness Club and challenged local elementary school kids to perform 20 selfless acts for others. So we're talking, they had 4,000 kids and on the rise at the time of this article. So wow. it's growing. Yeah. Everything from writing a thank you note to making your bed without being asked. Yes. Which I think is awesome. That's for your mama. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we all need kindness. Yeah. Wright noted that he said kindness has a ripple effect. Even something small helps. Which I I love that thought mm-hmm. too, because I little see. things, even like I said with the the kind line, just right. little stuff makes such a huge impact. Yep. So yep. amazing kid. He's I say he's 14. So okay. the girls were 12, he was 14. Just a lot of young people doing some amazing things. Right. Agree. So I have a fun local story for you. Gold Air Jordan sneakers were discovered by employees at the Portland Rescue Mission earlier this year, as in um, 2023. Okay. And they are identical to the ones designed for Spike Lee. Oh, wow. So Spike Lee had actually requested them to attend some kind of awards mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. And it was an awards show in 2019. And okay. he wanted gold Nikes mm-hmm. for this awards show. Now, he is size nine and a half. Oh, wow. That right. kind of surprises me. So, you know, they were just cleaning out bins mm-hmm. of donations. And they came across these gold Nikes. And they kind of didn't know. They don't know who made the donation. Mm-hmm. It's just these bins. So it was so funny while I was looking at this story. I uh, I wonder if Phil Knight made the donation. So just so you know, Teresa and I work miles away from mm-hmm. Nike. People always freak out sometimes yeah. when we tell them where we're from because they're like, that's where Nike is. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, we know. Uh, so for us, you know, we've kind of grown yeah. up with it. It's yeah. not some big. Well, we have a lot here. I mean, we have. We do. Adidas. and We do I mean, Columbia. Not... Yeah. Nike. But we're yeah. really close to Nike. Yes, we are very close so, to Nike. Um, but I was trying to Google all over the place what size shoe Phil Knight wears <laughs> because these are actually 12 and a half. So they're definitely oh, okay. not spikelies oh, that are okay. nine and a half. Yeah. 
I can't find what yeah. shoe size. I read his shoe dog book, which is a really good book. Okay, that kept that. coming up. Yeah. Um, but it didn't tell us shoe size. Well, I can't find it because <laughs> I have a theory. But 12 and a half sounds pretty good. I that know. sounds like a, it So anyway, if anybody him. knows my shoe size, <laughs> let me know. So at first, the employees thought that these shoes might be fake. Mm-hmm. But sneaker authenticators. How do we get that job? <laughs> I want that job. Determined that they were real. (laughs) (laughs) Leaving them in disbelief. And honestly, you know, since Nike is local, maybe Nike has some kind of that can tell them if they're real Nike product. I'm sure that's. Yeah. I'm sure you could just take them to Nike and they could tell you, yes, these are real Nike products versus not. So, but Aaron Holcomb, who is the shelter's director, was shocked to find out they are the real thing. And they're very rare. Yeah. The sneakers, they gave them to Sotheby's auction mm, to sell mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the proceeds going towards clothes and meals for people served and, by the shelter. Yeah. And Portland like I, Rescue Mission is yes. huge here. It, it yes. helps with our unhoused population. population. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Also, just want to say these shoes were never sold to the public at all. Oh, that's wow. the other strange thing. <gasps> yeah, I think you're right. All these we true need to crime find the podcast you've been Phil listening Knight's, to. Yes. We need to find <laughs> Phil Knight's shoe size. Oh, also, if you don't know who Phil Knight is, he was the co-founder and CEO of Nike. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't. He retired. I want to say 2015, 2016. But and like I said, you should read Shoe Dog because it right. originally was Blue Ribbon Sports or right. Blue Ribbon. Yeah, and. I haven't seen. What I still was the seen movie it. that just came out about Air? Oh yeah, Air? we saw yeah. that. Did you see that? I have not seen that okay. yet. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. It was just something fun to see. Mm-hmm. So, and Spike Lee was even contacted, and he said, "I have no idea mm-hmm. where these." He said, "My feet have never been twelve and a half, <laughs> which I can understand if they were like tens. Yeah, yeah. And he wore a nine and a half right. because you know they could have sent him over like nines, right. nine and a halfs, and tens. Right. These right. were twelve and a halfs. So, Sotheby's sold them with an autographed box and poster from the shoe designer in Nike. Oh, okay. And the shoes were valued at fifteen to 20000 That is insane. <laughs> I know. That is absolutely insane. When the auction closed, they had sold for 50800 Oh, my gosh. So, the Portland Rescue Mission got all that money, though. So, that was really, yeah, really cool. Awesome. Who, I wonder who bought them and... Oh, I, hundred percent. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah. Hmm. I'm with you. It's not really my thing. Yeah. I'm not a big, but there is people yeah. out there that are huge collectors. Like there was somebody on home edit. Do you remember that? That had like huge, I thought it was oh, home edit. Oh, that had all of the shoes. Right. And, big, huge yeah. collectors. They are yeah. out there. Yeah. They are out there. And Erin, she was the director of the shelter. She said, I am so glad that we are able to leverage them towards helping people. So, you know, it makes me wonder if whoever donated them knew mm-hmm. that these were huge or if it was just somebody cleaning that. out somebody's house. Yeah. We'll never know. But um, I, I, am, I am also really glad that somebody in the shelter recognized what that, they were. Yeah. hey, these might be worth something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hey, a little local yeah, story here, awesome. money going to a good place, yes. and um, I just thought it was just a fun And a fun story. mystery that we yeah. need to solve. We need to get At these... the very least, find out what film industry <laughs> site is. <laughs> oh, okay, Work on that, will you? Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So another person in people with okay. kindness, Celine McGee, she's a procurement director in the telecom industry, and she launched the squad back in 2016. I, I do too. You'll love this even. Tight. Even Just, I feel like it's like tight. Yes, I agree. I tight. agree. Yes. Tangential inspiration squad. Squad. There we go. Mm. So she started the compliment squad. Oh, I love it. So check her out on Instagram. Okay. The compliment squad. Okay. And she's hoping to have this, you know, exponential impact. And like I said, she does numbers. So she's like five seconds to compliment, 20 compliments a day. It can add up to some serious love and impact in the world. Right. She said that her love of public compliments started in 2004 when her sister and her, they held this tag sale to empty their father's house. And one of their marketing signs said, stop by for a compliment. So cute. (laughs) And people actually showed up to the tag sale and asked for a compliment. I actually love giving compliments. I do too. As long as they're sincere. They have to be no, sincere. because No, I No, I'm saying that because uh-huh. people can tell if you're yes. not being sincere. If, mm-hmm. Yeah. So fast forward 10 years after her the tag sale, and she combined her love of walking with complimenting strangers on the street. Everyone who knows her will attest to the fact that she loves walking and exploring cities on foot. So it's through these walking compliments that she realized how much she can brighten someone's day. Right. That's where her idea for the compliment squad came in. So where she compliments someone with the hope that they'll pass that compliment, you know, not the same one, but pass on a compliment to someone else, creating, like I said, that ripple effect that we, that we want of kindness. Like their good mood. Yes. You're passing yes, on your good mood. Exactly. And, and then right. that passes and then that spreads. Totally. So that ripple effect of kindness and smiles and hopefully creating connections in a world that sometimes, well, oftentimes, sadly, feels disconnected. Sure. So um, they leverage the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. They give out compliments with a card and ask the person receiving the compliment to pass on the compliment and the card onto a new person. Oh. So she said studies have shown that compliments can increase the happiness of the person giving and receiving the compliment. So it's a great way to strike up a conversation with someone. So we sh- her website does have cards that you can order, Here. but I just want to do my own. I'm going to be like, and still I can be like, go check out. Do you remember spot. that other, that other night we stopped by, I think it was that night we we're bringing you goodies and you said, are you going out on a date or something like that? And I was like, no, but remember I told you that lady in Trader Joe's stopped me and said something really nice. Yes. I don't know and, if anybody's ever done that before to me. And I remember thinking... That was the nicest thing. Like, my daughter had walked away. This lady had paid me this really nice compliment. And when my daughter came back, I was just like, this lady just said this to me. And it was just, I mean, it literally almost took my breath away. It was so nice. So I can understand why... Just because this at, was so recent. Yeah. So and, nice. But still, so. you're still, it still is meaningful That's to what you. I mean. It's still, like, I'm still thinking about yes. how nice it was. And yes. that was what... Before Christmas. <laughs> and it was free. I mean, all yeah. it took was her just taking the time to pay right. attention. Pay attention and right. then say something. Right. So you can join the squad by giving compliments and sharing your story with them. Uh, like I said, it's at complimentsquad.com. Okay. Um, and they are on Instagram. She does like a, 
Monday elementary or something that every Monday she does some post on there. But okay, she started because she saw how divided the country was in 2016. Yes. And she started with her neighborhood or and areas in Philadelphia. And it's most definitely having a ripple effect because, like I said, she made it um, into People Magazine talking right. about kindness. Right. And she commented that loneliness is an epidemic. It is. It really definitely really is. is. In today's world, this is one super simple tool for people to drive connection. So if you want the Instagram handle, it's just at compliment squad. That's what the handle is. So cool. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to start, I'm going to start doing it. I just hit follow. Yeah. So come on and follow. (laughs) I did did, did earlier too. Sounds fun. So Bailey Davis had been engaged just two weeks, and she was on a business trip, and she was on her way to Columbus, Ohio for work, and she had stopped at a rest stop, and a while later, driving, and realized that her engagement ring was no longer on oh, her no. finger. Oh, no. She'd only been, like I said, she'd only been engaged two weeks. She pulled over immediately, and she called her grandparents, because her grandparents lived closer to this rest stop. Mm-hmm. And she knew that they could get there and check for her ring before she could get there. And she had taken Mm -hmm. it off to wash her hands. Mm -hmm. And her ring was gone. And at that point, she just went home. She didn't work. She crawled into bed. This is so me, by the way. (laughs) I'm one of these people. And it just made her sick. It just made her physically ill. And despite having insurance on the ring... And that it was likely it was going to be okay. Yeah. She was just sad. Yeah. And she said even if she got another ring that was just the same, it wouldn't be the one that her fiancé proposed to right. go with. Right. And she said it just really hit that if I didn't get it back, it was going to lose some of that sentimental value. And, and she was just really, really sad about it. And she had started to come to terms with it being lost. And then she, about an hour later, she got a call that it had been found. And in an effort to track down the ring, she had made posters and she had put posts on Facebook And a few shares later, it had reached a man named Cody Warren. Cody had gone to the same rest stop as Bailey, and the men's bathroom was being cleaned, so he entered kind of the single-family bathroom. Mm -hmm. And he was washing his hands, and he saw the ring on the counter, and he picked it up. And he actually walked around the rest stop and looked for an employee. But as you know, there's Mm -hmm. never any employees in those rest stops. No. (laughs) Right. And he said, I couldn't locate anybody, but he said, I wasn't going to leave it there. Mm -hmm. And so he said, I put it in my work truck. And he said, it was so big. He said, I actually thought it was a fake or costume jewelry. And he said, he lives in a really small town. He's like, I'm going to keep it. Mm -hmm. And I think I'll hear somebody. If it's real, I'm going to hear somebody looking for it. Right. And he said he took it home and put it in his liquor cabinet (laughs) because he really wanted it in a place that was closed. Right. And safe. Yeah. Yeah. And the next day... That's exactly what happened. He actually came across her post on Facebook. He called her and he said, I guess tonight's your lucky night. Oh, and she was just ecstatic. Really that he would see that on Facebook. I know. I know. And she had actually received some fake calls, mm. of course, oh right? Oh, my gosh. Because she did put a, yeah. a reward up there. Yeah. So your other story about TikTok, uh-huh. some good turning from TikTok. Now Facebook, Facebook yeah. having some good, too. But when Warren told her the details about the ring and where he found it, because she did not advertise where she had actually lost it, mm-hmm. she felt optimistic. She said, I was thinking, if he makes me wait until tomorrow, I'm going to die. Oh, no. <laughs> I just thought that was she cute. Sleep. Yeah. She's so excited. <laughs> but he said, 
let me go to my house, pick up the ring, and then I'll meet you at Holzer Hospital. Because she said, you know, we need to meet in a public right, place. Right. Which, ladies, always yes. choose a public place. Yes. <laughs> when the two met, Bailey offered Cody the $1,000 reward. She had advertised for finding mm-hmm. the ring, but he refused. Oh, I love Cody. I know. He said the good deed was good enough for him. He said, I feel what goes around comes around, and you do good deeds upon others, it comes back to you tenfold. Yes. I love that. Yes. I love that. Karma. Although, on the flip side, I think, like, what if he really needed the money and it was, like, mm-hmm. Christmas time, and this was also, like, a good thing? Mm-hmm. So, I feel yeah. in some ways, too, like, hey, if you needed the money, right. I think she would have been happy to... Like, what if you had kids oh, and needed sure. the money? Yeah. You know, so she I feel like sure on the flip side, to, maybe yeah. it would have been a miracle for you to get that $1,000. Right. So right. I kind of feel yeah. like you need to do what works for you. Bailey said she walked away from this experience more grateful. She was grateful for the support of her community, those who helped her find her ring, her fiancé who was understanding, and the kindness <sighs> of the stranger who returned her ring. It does give you hope in, like, people. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. All those people helping and yeah. that he kept Spreading that and, word, sharing yeah. it on Facebook. Yeah. And she said, and then not to mention, I prayed and prayed. <laughs> and I 100% believe there was a big impact, too. My faith grew even closer to God. <laughs> I just thought that was that's so adorable. cute. Yes, and I was just really happy for her that she got her Aww, ring back. That's so, awesome. Yes. Good very story. cool. story. Yes. Something good from social media. Yes. We need more good from yes. social media. For sure. You don't have to move mountains. Simply fall in love with life. Be a tornado of happiness, gratitude, and acceptance. You will change the world just by being a warm, kind-hearted human being. Anita Krizan. We want to hear from you. Please email us your thoughts, story ideas, or just say hi at tangentialinspiration at gmail.com. Tell us about someone inspiring in your life and like or subscribe to our podcast. It helps us out and helps others find us. You can find more information about us at our website, tangentialinspiration.com. Follow us on Instagram at tangentialinspirationpodcast or find us on Facebook. Have a great week.